Hello again, and welcome to another edition of Weird Book Minute. <laughs> I'm your host, Robin Fowler, and uh, as with every other week, I'm going to take you through a weird book from my collection here. So what I got for you today, Tombly's Walk. The beast that walks like a man feeds beneath a blood-red Texas moon. Pretty spooky. This book is by Crosland Brown. Uh, and Crosland Brown is actually a pen name, a pseudonym. Uh, this book was actually written by A.W. Gray, another fairly prolific horror true crime author. But uh, the edition I have says it was written by Crosland Brown. And there are some fun little hints that this is, uh, that that's not a real name. The uh, dedication in the book says, For Virginia Crosland, without whose name I might have been Albert something. So clearly, Crosland was a name stolen from Virginia Crosland. Otherwise, he would have gone with the name Albert. Funny. Tombley's Walk, let's read the back here. Billy Ed and Dory Barnes left the honky-tonk in Tombley's Walk on a warm Texas night. They were looking for a little privacy. They never returned. Billy Ed's body was found soon after, ripped to pieces by a savage wolf-like creature that walked on two legs. Dory survived the brutal attack, but she has been changed into something horribly, inexplicably different. As a full moon bathes the <laughs> as a full moon bathes the town in terror, that's a mouthful. The residents bolt their doors in fear of the night, but no lock will keep out the unspeakable horror that has infected the once sleepy Texas community. A gruesome, unrelenting evil that won't be sated until the last drop of human blood is drained from Tombley's walk. I haven't read this book. I think I started reading it, but it didn't quite hook me. Um, I picked it up because the cover is just killer. The, the font on the title, it's this like uh, scrawled, scratchy, kind of like it's carved into the cover, almost bloody. And then beneath it is a, a suburban home with claws ripping through the paper cover of the book, almost as if there's a bloody clawed monster inside this book that is scratching to get out. Very cool. Uh, and it's nicely textured too. The the title and the claws are raised on the cover. Brilliant. Love it. This book was published in 1991 by Avon Books. Any similarity to actual persons or events is purely coincidental, of course. The other little hint that uh, Crosland Brown is not a real person is in his bio here. Which, I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe this is true of A.W. Gray. Crosland Brown lives in Fort Worth, Texas, with a wife who disappears for months at a time and six children who have very large teeth. He also has a dog and a cat who play well together and who soak his, dog <laughs> and who soak his carpets with strange-smelling urine. So there's that. Alright, let's, uh, let's read a little excerpt of Tombley's Walk. Part 1, Infection, 
I'll read the first two paragraphs here of Part 1, Chapter 1. On the night that the slaughter began in the town of Tombley's Walk, Texas, no one had died of unnatural causes in Tombley's Walk for 15 years to the day. The last killings before then had been grisly enough. A decade and a half earlier, at 9.30 p.m., on the night of July 8, 1971, two drifters, a black man and a white man, both parolees from Angola, Louisiana Penitentiary, and both on the street for less than a month, walked into the Kentucky Fried Chicken on Interstate 20 at the Tombley's Road overpass. They'd been traveling from Shreveport to Dallas, and both were brandishing shotguns. Business inside the Colonel Sanders was sparse, four late-night customers and two teenage summer help employees. After forcing the cooks and customers to lie face down on the floor and ignoring the pleas of one man whose pregnant wife couldn't lie comfortably on her stomach, the two ex-convicts ransacked the cash register. Then they escorted the victims one at a time into the kitchen and executed each with a shotgun blast to the head. Yeah, so that's pretty gruesome without a monster even showing up quite yet. Uh, so as you can probably glean, this book is about a, uh, a werewolf-type creature. Although I never really got too deep, in, too deep enough into it to know if it's a uh, traditional werewolf or non-traditional. So, <laughs> I have that to look forward to. Alright, let's jump to the end here. This is a moderately length book. Page 407 is the last page here. So we, uh, I'll read the two final paragraphs since I read the two first paragraphs. They're short. Oh God, Marianne thought. Oh God, 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 God. Another fucking frequent flyer. She summoned up her Delta training and forced herself to look concerned. Oh, I'm sorry, she said. What seems to be the trouble? The woman leaned closer, still whispering. Well, miss, you need to get somebody to work in the lavatory with some Lysol disinfectant. It stinks back there. It smells like rotten eggs or something. The end of Tombley's Walk. Wow, so something stinks in the bathroom in the airplane. I'm guessing maybe that's a clue that the monster lives on. That's kind of a common theme in these books. The very end, like the hint that the monster's still out there. And if it's a werewolf, then it's not really just one monster. It sounds like, uh, I mean, the poor Dory survived the brutal attack, but she's been changed into something horribly, inexplicably different. So just surviving a werewolf attack doesn't necessarily mean you're safe, you know? Because then you become the monster. It's the classic werewolf tale. I like werewolves. Uh, they're cool monsters. They've never been my favorite monsters, but I do, um, you know, the, uh, the idea that it could be anyone and it could happen at us. It, it could happen to you. You could be a normal person and then transform and commit a whole bunch of horrible crimes and then transform back and not have any memory or knowledge of it. It's a, it's an interesting thought. I, um, but I never really, uh, connected with werewolves. I do like the, uh, I, I like Teen Wolf. Um, I like an American werewolf in London. I'm trying to think of other wolf-based media that I enjoy. 
That's about it, really. Uh, but, I mean, I don't dislike werewolf-based media. I bet you could find me some werewolf stuff that I like. Oh, uh, Ginger Snaps. That's a classic. I like that one. Um, yeah. So anyway, that is Tom Blee's Walk. Thank you for joining me this week. And we'll see you soon for another episode of Weird Book Minute. Well, that does it for another episode of Weird Book Minute, everybody. Thanks for joining me. As always, uh, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify, whatever. If you're listening to this, you know what to do. Just make it a permanent thing. Download me. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at RobinFowler12. And check out some book covers. Hit me up with any of your recommendations for weird books you think I need. And uh, be well. See you next week.